0: How to Recognize the Method of Vedanta by Shri Shri Satchidanandend Saraswati Swamiji, Holy Supura, Karnataka, India. In this lecture series, this is the seventh session today. <coughs> Om Shri Guru Namaha Harihi Om Shri Ganesha Yanamaha Dr. Krishnamurti Shastri Dambay Punacha Taluk, Bantwalathaluk Dakshinakandrajillai, Karnataka, Bharata. The Significance of Negation in Vedanta (coughs) Failure to recognize this method in all its bearings has led modern scholars to interpret the negative propositions in the Upanishads according to their own predilections. Thus, for instance, Dushan believes that Brahman is described as Neti Neti because it is beyond time, space and causality. He is convinced, however, that those who uh, ancient times were frequently unable to formulate the idea of a spaceless, timeless, causeless existence in its abstract simplicity, as Kant has done in recent times. Radhakshana thinks that the negative definitions are intended to point out the inadequacy of the positive attributes as applied to the highest. Dasgupta is is nearer the truth when he says, the way to indicate it is thus by neti neti it is not this it is not this we cannot describe by any positive context which is always limited by conceptual thought he also repeats Deusan's view when he remarks he the atman is independent of all limitations of space time and cause which rule all that is objectively presented and therefore the empirical universe the professors position, however, is that the Vedic poets had only a dim and dreamy vision of it in the deep craving of the souls, which could not be translated into permanent terms. The reader who has followed our account of the Vedantic method will readily see that neither the inability to formulate the idea of Brahman nor the dim and dreamy vision of the Rishis, Nor yet the inadequacy of positive attributes was responsible for the adoption of the so-called negative method in the Upanishads. In the first place, Brahman as our own Atman or Self is never in need of any definition or proof for its being known. For it is the one light with the help of which all human activities are conducted. As the Shruti says, The self alone serves as one's light. It is solely through the light of the self that one sits, goes out, works, and returns. Brother Anakoparashat 436. It is the light within the mind, Brother 437. Here in dream the purusha is his own light brother arneka 439 here in deep sleep he is transparent like water the one witness without a second brother arneka 439 surely this is no dim and dreamy vision of the self in the second place it is impossible to define in words or to formulate an idea of brahman for the simple reason that it is beyond speech and mind Yato vacho Upanishad being the enlightener of both in the words of the Upanishad it is the mind of the mind and the speech of the speech Manaso, mano vacham, one, two. why they do the Upanishad rishis use the negative or rather the negation method let us listen to Shankara tasmad Veda, Buddhi, Niruti Reva, Atma, Suruba, Valambanakaranam, Nahyatmana, Makasajit Kadaji, the Prasidaha, Prapyo, Heya, Uba, Deyova, Uprasidhe, Hitasmin, Atmani, Sarva, Pravurtajo, Jarthaha, Prasadjeran. Therefore, it is that the evolution of the concepts of the several external object forms is the only means of resorting to the true nature of the self for what is called the self is not something unknown to anyone to be newly reached to uh, got rid of or acquired at any time indeed if that were altogether unknown all efforts for one's own benefit would be meaningless godapatha karika bhashya again Yosa Upanishad, Sweva Dhigata, Sweva Adhigata, so Prakaranas to Ananyashashaha, Naso Nasti, Nadigamyata, Itiva Shakyam Vaditum, Sayeshan, Itinit Yatma, Itiatma Shabda, Atmanascha, Pratyakshatu, Ashakyatvat, Saiva, Nirakarta, Taseva Atma Of that non transmigratory Purusha to be known exclusively through the Upanishads that is brahman altogether different from the four classes of substances to be produced etc which is taught in a context of its own and not as subordinate to something else of that purusha it is impossible to say that he is not existent or cannot be known since there is the word atman self in the text now this is the self already described as not this not this and since the self cannot be denied in as much as the denier himself is the self sutra bhashya 114 one more quotation avishayatve brahmaṇaha shastra yonitva anupapati riti cet na avidyakalpita veda nivruti baratva shastrasya nahi shastra vidantaya brahma pratipa Shati kintarhi pratyagatmatvena avishayataya avidya avidyakalpitam Vedya vedana apanayati. if it be objected that in case brahman is no object of speech or mind the shastra cannot possibly be the means of its knowledge we say no for the shastra only purports to remove all distinctions fictiously constructed by avidya to explain the shastra does not intend to teach brahman particularly as this or that by objectifying it but only to teach that it is no object at all being one's own inner self and thus to remove distinctions like that of the knowable knower and knowledge distinctions fictiously constructed by avidya sutrabhasha 114 it is obvious from the above that the method of negation is adopted not because of the inability to the rishis To teach or form a true concept of Brahman, not because words and concepts are inadequate to present the true nature of Brahman, but because the very nature of Brahman as the self-luminous light of the witnessing consciousness in us all desiderates this one method to the exclusion of all empirical modes of teaching or knowing. And this method reveals the self-revealed Brahman by merely removing the imaginary veil of wrong thought constructs thrown over it by avidya. We can now understand the significance of the Upanishadic negation. The Upanishads constitute the only revelation of the universal witnessing Atman as distinct from the ego, known to the Mimamsakas and the rationalist philosophers of India. Sutra Vasya 114. And Brahman, as this witness or Atman in all beings, uniform, one without a second, eternal and unchanging, can never be objectified in any manner since it is the unseen seer, the unheard. Here, the unthought thinker, the unknown knower, and there is no other seer, no other hearer, no other thinker, no other knower than this one. 3, 8, 11. The negation of empirical properties in it, therefore, can neither imply the absence of something which enjoys its being elsewhere nor the affirmation of something else different from or opposed to the one negated. It is solely intended to dis- dissuade. One, from attributing any reality to the properties imagined by ignorance. This ignorance or avidya itself, again, is the basic superimposition which is responsible for its own appearance as well as that of all other derivative superimpositions issuing forth from it. Brahman or the absolute reality ever remains the same, unaffected by the superimposition of avidya or its removal. It is for this reason that the Shruti utilizes different devices suited to remove particular particular impositions and this accounts not only for the special instances of the adhyaro method but also for the different modes of negation employed employed in different srutis a teacher who has realized brahman as his own self can therefore select any one of these or any other similar devices suited to the requirements of his individual disciple disciple the only test of this negation being that it works and Leads the seeker to the intuition of the real. It is important to remember that it is not the seeker who negates the superimposed appearance, for he is not conscious of reality as such at the time of inquiry and no amount of critical reflection would take him to the truth so long as his mind is extrovert it is the shruti or the acharya preferably the latter that gives him the inward lead and in doing so the shruti or the guru consists consciously uses one or more of the aforesaid devices suited to the seekers frame of mind it is not a question of listening to an external teaching and then using some logical dialectic to remove misconceptions. The Shruti or the teacher merely gives an inward turn to the mind of the seeker, who under the guide of the former, attends to the nature of his own self and by a gradual process of coordinating his partial intuitions. As suggested by the Shruti or teacher, he finally rests in the intuition of Brahman after abolishing the superimpositions. But how is the seeker to follow the lead of the Shastra or the teacher? Does he already know Brahman before he strips it of false ascript, ascriptions in accordance with the suggestion of his guide? The answer is both yes and no. He does, not, he does know it as his self. Sarvasya Atmatvacha Brahma Stitva Sutra Bhashya. One, one, one Sutra Bhashya he does not en- uh, entirely rely on either the teacher or the shastra for either of these can only suggest to him that suggest to him that uh, what is already in him as shankara puts it vachanam nama yathabhutasya na avidyamanasya kartra. introduction a text can only make known anything as it is it cannot create anything de novo and in the case of one's own self ever known and self-efficient there is nothing to be made known by positive definition and hence there can be only the removal of false notions created by avidya it is sometimes supposed that mere negation cannot give us complete knowledge of a thing unless our false judgment is replaced by a positively correct one it is not enough to know that i, misjud- I misjudge a thing To be a snake, it is necessary to complete it by knowing positively what the thing I perceive is in its true nature. Hence, it is urged that positive Upanishadic statements defining Brahman are more forceful than negative ones. But the argument ignores the fact that Brahman as our own self is in no need of enlightenment as to its existence of nature or nature moreover as chakra observes the only function of knowledge is to remove the ignorance which envelopes the true nature of a thing nahi kwajit sakshat vastudharmasya apodhri drishta kartriva vidyayashtu tarvatraiva nivarthika Drishate, yatha ihaapi abramhatvam asarvatvam ca avidyagratvam knowledge has been never noticed either to remove or to create actually the property of anything it is found however to destroy ignorance in every case so here also let us accept that knowledge of brahman removes the non-brahmic nature and limited nature created by ignorance only and not that knowledge of brahman can create or remove an actually existent thing. Indeed, that is Brahma Sutrabashya 1410. Indeed, we are said to know more and more of a thing in proportion to the removal of ignorance concerning it. Shankara therefore humorously remarks Yesham punastamo apanayana vyatirekena paladhigame <laughs> sambandha Gena api chidir Those who affirm that knowledge, besides removing ignorance, enables one positively to know the thing itself, would be affirming that the act of cutting besides severing the connection of the parts of a log operates on each of the parts also. Mandukya 7 Next Application of the negation method that we shall see in the next session. Hare Rama. Loka Samastha Sukhino Vontu, Sarvejana Sukhino Vontu, Shri Shri Sachidanand in the Sarsuti Charanaravindar, Pitamasthu, Own Tat.